Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I just got an awesome conversation with Melissa Houston. Uh, we talked about the uh, her four-step roadmap to biz financial freedom and how important it is for entrepreneurs to learn money and business management uh, when there aren't a lot of resources to it and how to solve that problem. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I encourage you to go back because we deep dive into that subject and it's very, very, very important in my life. And it has been for, uh, that taught me a lot of lessons, but this is the, uh, high impact series. This is where we ask the big question. Uh, and in this, we want you to find something that you can take away and go take action and have a money talk with your kids. It's going to do two things. It's going to change your financial trajectory, but it's also going to solidify the relationship that you talk about money in your household. And the fact that you do that is going to have massive impacts on their financial future and their financial life. And also they're going to know that they have that relationship built with you where they can come to you later in life with bigger and bigger money questions and money opportunities. So with that said, Melissa, are you ready? I am ready. Awesome. So here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? I would definitely want schools to teach kids that it's okay to explore the avenue of being an entrepreneur as a career. I know for me, in, in my experience, I was always discouraged from that. Teachers and parents were always talking to me about how it was important to get a career that was going to be stable. It was going to pay you a lot of money. It was going to, you know, this, that, and the other. It was playing safe. And I know for my kids, they were taught to play safe. And when I think back to my daughter, who's now 17, but when she was like at the age of five and six, she was the one who was setting up. She, she wanted to up, um, outdo her neighbor who had a lemonade stand. So she put a baking sale on. Um, she was the one who was like out there trying to make money so she could, you know, buy her little stuffies or whatever it was. And if I knew then what I know now, I would have definitely nurtured that entrepreneurial spirit that she had and still has. Thankfully, I didn't stifle it, but I did not nurture it. And I regret that. You know, I just thought about something when you started talking about this, right? Because when you're in that I don't know, guidance counselor type role or people or parents or teachers and, and, and are talking to you about going to get, you know, this pays this and being an entrepreneur pays this. Like, I think they're missing something that is massively important, which when you have a job and you've earned your income and you make $100,000 a year, I would rather be an entrepreneur that makes $80,000 a year because I have an asset worth somewhere between two and $300,000. It's not just about income. I don't think, yeah. I think that's a missing link in that conversation many times is that people don't realize that, that, that when you build a business, it's a sellable asset. Yeah. I had no idea. I built a million dollar business, not knowing I could sell it and I yeah. lost it. And I would have sold it if I knew. Yeah, exactly. And they don't teach that in school. You know, I find it's very restrictive and constraining where they teach you know, like you need to, to find, I mean, right now pensions are basically non-existent, yeah. but I'm aging myself, you know, in school, it's like, go get a safe job, go get a safe pension benefits, the whole bit. Uh, I know that for, or just go to college and spend 150 grand with no idea why. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one. That's, that's <laughs> right. really And funny, then right? get the job that doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> And then spend the rest of your life trying to pay off that school debt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That you signed with a pen stroke at 18 years old and no one taught you anything about finance. 
Exactly. Exactly. But I, I think, I mean, I, I just, I mean, literally I haven't thought about that before, but like that conversation about incomes, first of all, I think it's a very important conversation to say, well, you're 16 years old or 17 years old. And what do you want to be when you grow up? Okay. Let's look at the lifestyle you want to have and the money that you could make. And then let's talk about that as part of the conversation. But I think in the entrepreneurial side, say, okay, you could build a business and it, you may have to eat ramen for three years, but if you could do that and then get the momentum built in that this becomes an asset that is sellable. And that's a, that's also a massive piece of, you know, the retirement puzzles, you know, that you can buy and sell businesses. Absolutely. And it's not, you know, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, entrepreneurism isn't just about, you know, making the money. It's about having the freedom to make the choices that I want. I don't have somebody restricting my career. I am in charge of my career. I'm in charge of how much I make. I'm in charge of the hours I work. I'm in charge of the decisions I make. Like there's just so much more freedom. And um, I find it affects my mental health in such a great way because I don't feel so constrained. I'm doing what I love. And that feeling is just like, there's nothing better. I mean, I could be making peanuts and still do it because it feels so good. There's a little book that you should read. And I don't know if you ever have, but it's called EPT by Alex Sharfin. And it's called the entrepreneurial personality type. And uh, what you just said, like the constraint, the momentum, the, you, the, 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 the emotional cycle that you have is you probably notice is different than uh, quote unquote, the normal person, right? Like, if you're, if you're, even if you're stuck, if you, even if you're doing the exact same thing every day and you know the outcome and it's fine, you don't have momentum. It, like it starts to, it can mood affect you and agitate you and do all these things, even though there's no problem, but you're starting to do that. Like you, I, I read this little book a couple of years ago and I was like, oh, wow. Did I feel understood for the first time in my life? Yeah, that sounds like a really good book. I'm definitely checking that out. <laughs> but I think it also helps too, because it was an entrepreneur, as a parent, you know, you said like your daughter was had had these, uh, has these entrepreneurial streaks to her, right? And yeah. like the nurturing part of it, but to understand that personality type, it, I think would help tremendously in, in the fact of how to handle the, the conversations. And I, I, I just, I think that's, uh, you would really enjoy that. Yeah, for sure. You know, and like, I didn't even allow myself to, even think of entrepreneurialism as an opportunity for me yeah until recently you know like I I basically had been living under that constraint of like no you've got a good job you've got this you've got that don't rock the boat don't be ungrateful you know I went through all those those crazy tapes in my head and finally you know with some guidance I'm like okay no I'm doing this I've I've twice walked away from fortune 500 VP roles yeah and it's it was, I, I just couldn't, I, if I, I, for me, it's like, I, I didn't, I could live without a floor. If you didn't give me a ceiling, it was the way I like to describe it. That right. That's like, such a great way to describe I, it. I can live without that. I can live without that. I'm going to have to trust myself to be able to be successful without yeah. you telling me, but also if I'm successful, I want part of the rewards. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like yeah. for me, there was no worse feeling than making money for somebody else. Yeah. Or I was on a team one time and like, I mean, I just absolutely destroyed everybody in this lending thing. And like, I think I made a thousand dollars more than the guy who didn't do a single loan. And I was like, I can't, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to be grateful to the salary, but I don't, I don't feel that way. Like I want, I, I need the game, you know, I need the, the, <laughs> the, Hey man, you better, I need to feel my feet to the fire sometimes, you know? Yeah. 
um, and a reward. <laughs> but I, I, yes, I do because I, you know, I, and I want to chase that fun, you know, and that thing. And so, um, but you know, I, I think what you started off with is extremely important that it needs to be a conversation. And I just want to think of, as a takeaway for a parent that's listening right now is that how would you start that conversation to introduce entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship? Oh, I, I talk about it with my daughter all the time now, right? And I'm just like, you know, let's, let's explore this. Like, how are you feeling about it? And if I, if I was able to go back to that time when she was doing her little bake sales and stuff, I would really, you know, nurture that and explore that inner desire that she had and, you know, acknowledge that it's not just about money. It's about being true to who you are. Yeah, I think that uh, having the conversation is the important part. Absolutely. You know, even more so. Um, and then saying, okay, you know, what do you want to be? I don't care how ridiculous what they say is, right? I hope it's ridiculous because then I want you to turn around and say, okay, how many, how much money would you like to make to at the bottom? Well, how much is it going to cost to get you there? What is a margin going to be? What are you going to sell it for? What are the other people selling it for? You could, you could walk the most obscure request. Somebody's doing it somewhere. You know, there's always competitors. And so you could find out kind of, okay, well, if it's $1,500, what's it cost you to acquire a customer, right? And you could, I think you could walk through that exercise. And I think yeah. that would be super eye-opening to see like you could basically, you can make a business out of anything. Right. There's a guy that makes, uh, it was in a, as an example, I saw him, he was, he was doing uh Yeti hunting tours, <laughs> right? Really? Like Bigfoot. <laughs> like... Yeah. Like Bigfoot. <laughs> like he was, and he was doing like 300 grand a year, like in like sales and wow. he was, he was selling Yeti hunting tours. And I'm like, you can make a business out of anything. Like there's, yeah, there's you always, really you know, like there's, there's, uh, <laughs> and so, um, but if you don't have a plan, then you're planning to fail. Yes. I often say a goal without a plan is just a wish. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. If you fail to plan, yeah. then you plan to fail. And so with that said, that leads us into exactly what you do for businesses and what you do for entrepreneurs and things out there. Uh, who should come find you and where should they, where should they uh, find out more about you? Any entrepreneur that's struggling with their, their financials in their business or even in their personal lives or both, you can reach me at melissahoustoncpa.com forward slash work with me. You can book a complimentary call with me and have a little chat and we'll take it from there. And I also want to encourage you to download the four-step roadmap to biz financial freedom that's on there. Um, I think it's a great conversation starter for you. If you're a parent, want to introduce some of these things uh, to talk about the entrepreneur side is the fun side. Like, what do you want to be? And what do you want to sell? And how much money do you want to make? And it's like, okay, well, that's great. But they really, really, really need to know how much you're going to keep. Yes. <laughs> All right. I talked to my key. own daughter about that. It was at eight years old. I talked to her about it. I said, hey, if you sold a pencil, how much money for $10, how much money you make? She said, 10 bucks. I said, nope. <laughs> and we talked about, <laughs> we talked about cost of goods sold and how to yeah. increase their margin. And do you have expenses that go underneath your, you know, gross profit and, she was like eating it up because it was something it, she doesn't know. It's not okay to talk about. It's just cool. Yeah, you know? So like, exactly. And so, um, you know, I, I think that's a great um, piece that you're offering as well. And that's at melissahoustoncpa.com. And we'll put that in the show notes. So with that, thank you so much, Melissa. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Keep putting out those good words in the world. It's uh, it's needed. Keep fighting the fight. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. 
If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.